Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Adam Talks, a podcast that takes an alternative look at retirement. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Adam Talks. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. And on today's Adam Talks, last chance self-employed retirement strategies. So October 2021, we have been dealing with the proposed Ways and Means tax bill since September 12th. So we have some time to kind of digest what has been proposed and then think about what are some potential tax retirement strategies that are on the table still for 2021 for the self-employed. And today's podcast, I wanted to focus on the self-employed because there's still a number of very intriguing retirement strategies available. So let's start with number one. And of course, number one is set up a solo 401k. So if you're self-employed, meaning you have a business with no full-time employees other than yourself or a spouse or another owner, then you are a candidate for a solo 401k plan, even if it's a side business. And the advantages of a solo 401k is you can put away up to $58,000 a year or $64,500 if you're over 50. There's a $50,000 loan option as well as the ability to invest in traditional and alternative assets uh, like real estate. So it's the best retirement plan for the self-employed. So that should be your number one plan of action. If you do not have a solo 401k and you're self-employed, the number one retirement strategy for remaining 2021 is set up a solo 401k. Why get deductions, 58,000 or do a mega backdoor Roth Solo 401k, which is option number two. So that's the second best retirement strategy is if you have set up a solo 401k, think about doing a mega backdoor Roth contribution. Now this is perfect if you are a Roth lover. And what a Roth is, is it's an after-tax contribution. So long as you are over 59 and a half and the Roth's been open at least five years, then all distributions from the Roth solo 401k will be tax-free. Now, the beauty of the mega backdoor Roth 401k is you can put away dollar for dollar, 58,000 or 64,500 if you're over 50. So it's the best Roth retirement strategy and it can be found in the solo 401k. Now, most importantly, this may be your last chance to take advantage of the mega backdoor Roth 401k because based off the proposed ways and means tax bill, the mega backdoor Roth 401k will be eliminated in 2022 and beyond, irrespective of income thresholds. So this could be your last chance. If you're self-employed, get the solo K and consider the mega backdoor Roth solo K. Number three, the backdoor Roth IRA. Now, 2022, this can also be eliminated thanks to the Ways and Means proposed tax bill. Currently in 2021, if you make more than $208,000, 
and you're married and filed jointly, you are not permitted to do Roth IRA contributions. However, you can always do a mega backdoor Roth IRA, which will allow you to do after-tax IRA contributions and then convert those contributions to Roth tax-free. So you have until the end of 2021 to add another $6,000 or $7,000 if you're over 50 to a Roth IRA. Now, the advantage of the mega backdoor solo over the Roth backdoor is that you can put away a considerable amount more money in a mega, 58,000 or 64,500 versus six or 7,000 bucks. So those are the top three retirement strategies for the self-employed. Number four, maybe you want to consider a Roth IRA conversion. As of today, in 2021, there are no income limitations for Roth conversions. In 2022, as proposed by the Ways and Means Tax Bill, there will be an income threshold of $450,000 if you're married filed jointly or $400,000 if you're single for doing Roth conversions. So this may be your last chance to do a Roth conversion. Now the ability and advantage of doing a Roth IRA conversion is of course you get to have your retirement funds in Roth, which means so long as you're over 59 and a half and the Roth's been open at least five years, everything will be tax-free. So pretty good compared to a pre-tax IRA where you have to take a distribution after 59 and a half, or if you take a distribution after the age of 59 and a half, you will owe tax. The next potential retirement strategy for the self-employed, you may want to consider grantor trusts. Grantor trust is probably over the last 20 years, the most popular, I would say, estate planning tool used by small business owners and, and mid to high income earners. Why? It's the, Great opportunity to get assets away from creditors as well as assets out of estate tax purposes while maintaining some control over the assets during your lifetime. The proposed Ways and Means Tax Bill seeks to eliminate the potential advantages of grantor trusts. So this may be your last chance to take advantage of grantor trusts, which includes defective grantor trusts uh, for life insurance, as well as defective grantor trusts where you can have control over the assets during a lifetime, actually pay for taxes from the trust from personal assets, but have the assets shielded from estate tax. So this could be your last chance. The same goes with slats, which is essentially a strategy used to create irrevocable grantor trusts for a spouse, which will essentially keep those assets out of your estate well, while also having use of those assets during your lifetime and then ultimately being able to pass those assets to your children upon death. So slats are really popular and used by a lot of small business owners who want to put a percentage of their business in a trust that will be removed or eliminated or outside of the estate tax um, environment. So that will potentially go away in 2022 if the tax bill stays as drafted now. So slats are another exciting strategy where a small business owner, as mentioned, can remove some of the business assets from their estate. Now in 2021, 
The lifetime exemption, also known as the unified credit, is 11.7 million per individual or 23.4 for a couple. That is expected to go down to approximately 6 million per individual. So again, this is a great opportunity to take advantage of a high unified credit and put business assets, if you're self-employed, into a SLAT or other grantor trust and have it shielded from your estate. How about the qualified small business stock option? If you were looking to sell your business, um, unfortunately, this provision already kicked in, which started September 13th. But just for your information, what the qualified small business stock option is, is you are able to essentially, as of current law, eliminate your stock sale from capital gains so long as you held your stock for at least five years. Now, what this proposed amendment seeks to do is basically reduce the Section 1202 exclusion from 100% to 50% and um, also provides a special 75 and 100% exclusion um, rate. So um, it's going to amend all the potential benefits of the QSBS and reduce from 100% to 50%. Okay. Unfortunately, the provision already kicked in, so it may be too late, but again, just wanted to keep you abreast of what could change next year if you are a small business owner. The next potential self-employed retirement strategy is the Qualified Business Income Deduction, also known as the QBID, which is part of Section 199A and is available to individuals, including many owners, sole proprietors, partnerships, S-Corps, ability to get a 20% deduction on qualified business income. The, there is no income limitations for it as of today. The proposed tax bill seeks to add a income threshold of $500,000 for joints and $400,000 for single. So if you make more than that, you're not going to be able to take advantage of the qualified business income deduction, which again is a 20% deduction. So that will be a threshold. So this could be your last year if you make more than 500,000 bucks to take advantage of the qualified business income deduction. So again, something to keep your eyes on. And again, this really applies to sole proprietors or pass-throughs. It does not apply to corporations. So this is a, another provision that may not be around next year. And this could be your last opportunity as a self-employed individual or business to take advantage of this retirement strategy. Um, how about the, uh, let's go with the wash sales. That's probably the next interesting provision. What a wash sale is, is essentially um, you can't buy stock and sell it and then buy back within 30 days, at least the same stock. And what the proposed tax bill seeks to do is to expand the definition of wash sales to include digital assets and other commodities. So um, this is found under section 1091. So if you're self-employed and doing some trading, you um, can now unfortunately not do a wash sale where you buy Bitcoin, uh, sell it, and then buy it back within 30 days. You are not going to be able to take advantage of the loss by doing that. Wash sales are used as a technique by taxpayers to take account of losses, sell, and then buy back right away. And based off Section 1091, you need to wait at least 30 days to repurchase the same stock or asset. Same with constructive sales. Constructive sales based off the new proposed tax bill will also apply to 
cryptos. So what is a constructive sales? It's essentially an attempt to close the mitigation loophole by requiring taxpayers to recognize realized gain at the moment in which the constructive sale occurred. So recognition event is deemed to occur on the day the second leg of the consecutive, the constructive sale is deemed to have occurred. Now, obviously the purpose of the constructive sale is to prevent investors from locking in investment gains without paying capital gains and to limit their ability to transfer gains from one tax period to another. So they don't want you messing around with constructive sales where you're playing around with timing on sales and also the um, timing of your ability to recognize the sale. And now those rules will also apply to crypto. So this again could be your last chance to take advantage of constructive sales rules as it applies to cryptos. Now what about the application of net investment tax? The net investment tax is a section 1411 tax that essentially adds 3.3% tax to income, uh, which now will be income to that applies also to businesses. Right now, the net investment tax only applies to individuals, trusts and estates, where you have to pay 3% on your modified adjusted gross income um, above 400,000 um, or 500,000 if you are a joint filer. So this provision will clarify the tax is not ass assessed on wages for FICA, but it will apply to trader business income for individuals, not just corporations, uh, or excuse me, not just individuals or states and trust. It also will apply to business owners from pass-through income. So this 3% can also apply um, in that case if you have more than 400,000 if you're single and 500,000 filed jointly, this will kick in next year. So again, this could be an opportunity to take into account some higher income if you're self-employed to escape the net investment tax, especially if you're a pass-through business owner. Um, this is another, there's a surcharge based off the proposed Ways and means tax bill if you earn more than 5 million bucks in a year, 2.5 million if you're single, um, there's an additional 3% tax on that income. This will apply 2022. So if you have the opportunity to sell your business, you unfortunately can't lock in any reduced capital gains tax rates because the expanded or higher capital gains tax rate as proposed by the Ways and Means tax bill kicked in September 13th. So kind of a stealth provision that not a lot of people know about. Many people think the capital gains tax increase will kick in next year. No, actually kicked in already. But if you do sell your business and you have more than $5 million of gains or you sell an asset, real estate, cryptos, whatever it is, you can escape the 3% um, high earner excise tax, which would kick in next year. Um, so you can't lock in the lower capital gains tax rate because that window already closed, but at least you can escape the 3% uh, excess income tax. Um, the last one I would say um, to be somewhat cognizant of is you can still somewhat take advantage of the 461i business losses where unfortunately next year you are going to be able to um, you know, I would say you're not going to be able to 
um, use those losses to cover ex any excess losses. You'll be able to car carry forward them to succeeding years, but you will not be able to use them to offset any non-business um, losses. Um, whereas prior law, active business losses were generally deductible against non-business income without limit. So there'll be some limitation on losses. This will kick in next year. You, so you still have some time if you have losses in your business to take advantage of those losses to offset some other income. This uh, potentially will be removed uh, or eliminated next year. So I would say those are the 13 or 14 main retirement strategies for the self-employed. I'll just kind of recap them quickly before uh, we kind of um, end this podcast. The first is, you know, set up the solo K. If you're self-employed, you have a business, great opportunity. You should not be doing any other retirement plan, maybe other than a cash balance combo plan where you can put away more money than a solo K, but you shouldn't be doing SEPs or simples or traditionals. The solo K will allow you to put away the most money and also give you the most flexibility. If you have a solo K and you're a Roth lover like I am, consider doing the mega backdoor Roth solo K. This may be your last year for being able to do that. Same with the backdoor Roth IRA, but that only gives you the six or the 7,000 bucks if you're over 50. Same with Roth IRA conversions. If you make more than 450 and you're filing jointly, you may not be able to do conversions next year. So this could be your last chance. Well, until the, the rules change again, but um, it could be your last chance if you're uh, making over the 450 threshold to do Roth conversions. Uh, same with estate planning. This is very, very important. Now, one thing I did forget to mention is that the estate planning uh, with respect to grant or trust, uh, unified credit, things like that, that will not be January 1. That will only apply, so the old rules or the current rules as of today will only apply up until the bill is signed. So you may not get it until the 1-1-2022. If the bill gets signed November 25th, then that's when those provisions will kick in. So it's important that if you think you're gonna have assets over the 6 million threshold, 12 million if you're married, file jointly, this could be your last opportunity to do some estate planning and take advantage of the powers of the grantor trusts um, to uh, shield some of your assets from estate tax. That goes for SLATs, um, obviously, which is you know a great way to um, get some business assets from your self-employed business to a spouse and out of your estate um, while still having control over the assets while you're alive. Um, the qualified small business stock, that, that benefit um, basically um, is no longer uh, available if you have income over the um, four or $500,000 threshold because that uh, provision applied September uh, 13th. So that's just kind of an FYI, but that's not really a tax planning opportunity. Um, the QBID, the Qualified Business Income Deduction, again, that will expire at the end of the year. That gives you 20% deduction, which now um, has income limitations of $500,000 uh, know, um, if you're married filed jointly. So the income limitations are now there. There were no income limitations prior uh, under current law. So this is, could be your last chance to take advantage of that 20% deduction if you're a, um, you guys a high income earner. Uh, same with wash sales and constructive sales. 
They currently do not apply to cryptos, so you can still do um, buy and sell within 30 days of Bitcoin or Ethereum. That will no longer be the case next year. So if you are a crypto investor, you can um, still do some wash sales or constructive sales. Same with the net investment tax under section 1411, uh, which expands it to um, ordinary course of trader business, um, which which is considerable because it's a uh, 3% tax. Um, now there will be an income threshold of, of four or 500,000, but current law only applies to um, individuals or state and trust. This will apply to business income. So it's gonna expand the reach of the net investment income tax and potentially add 3% of income to a lot of small business owners, which currently do not have to pay it. And that means you, self-employed. Um, and I guess the last one, if you are going to um, have a big capital event over 5 million bucks, you're not going to be able to get the lower capital gains tax rate uh, before September 12th, which is essentially 20%. The um, higher capital gains rate of 25%, if the bills pass, will apply, but you could escape the 3% uh, excise tax on over $5 million of income, which won't kick in until next year. So there you go. Those are probably the 13 or so best retirement strategies for uh, the self-employed. Still time. Um, definitely um, keep following me. Um, I will do my best to keep you abreast as to all new developments regarding the new tax bill. There's a lot of meat there. A lot of um, potential changes, we hope, for the better, but um, it's a fluid situation over the next few weeks. Um, we're going to have more, I would say, uh, information, guidance as to where reconciliation will go. We know it's probably not going to be around $3.5 trillion, probably a budget of around $1.5 to $2.5. So we'll see what provisions stick, what don't. But as proposed, as drafted now, there are significant changes that will impact small business owners um, from the startups to you know, low income, middle income to obviously even high income. So these provisions, unfortunately, don't just impact the super rich. They're going to impact all of us. But again, some things we can do to minimize the impact of these provisions is set up the solo K. At least, even if you can't do mega backdoor Ross, get high deductions. Deductions will help reduce your taxable income. Um, you may not be able to do conversions any longer. You may not be able to do grant or trust or slats. You may not be able to do constructive or wash sales. So this could be your last chance to do some really um, important tax planning, especially, again, just to focus, um, if you take anything away from this, talk to a trust and estate lawyer if you have assets you think will grow in value, at least over six or so million bucks. You have weeks, not months, um, to get something in writing and get something complete. Um, and obviously set up the Soul K. If you are focused on Roth growth, then this could be your last chance to do the mega backdoor Roth 401k and even the backdoor Roth IRA or ultimately even a Roth conversion. So um, that's it. Um, it's important. I really appreciate you guys listening or watching because this stuff's really important. It's important to stay on top of it. The ball keeps moving, right? It's kind of like a pinball. It keeps going in different directions. You got to kind of stay alive, uh, keep, keep punching the ball forward um, or kind of like a football fumble. Hopefully you land on it, but right now the ball is just kind of going sideways and um, we're kind of not sure which way it's going to go. So it's important to just kind of 
stay abreast as to where the legislation is now, what you can do to protect yourself, especially as someone who's self-employed or a small business owner. There is still time and there's still stuff you can do to um, maximize your retirement strategy. So um, I will do my part. I promise each week uh, until this bill gets passed, I will update you. Uh, check out Adam Live. I do it each Wednesday. Um, doing one um, this week on potential impact of the tax bill on real estate investors, which um, I've been preparing for the last couple of days. I think it's going to be a really great uh, video uh, slash YouTube live. If you miss it, don't worry. Just check out our YouTube channel and you can watch it anytime you want. And that's at IRA Financial. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to download uh, my other two podcasts, weekly podcasts, which are ad bits every Tuesday. You'll get a bit of information on various self-directed retirement topics and add mail where you get to uh, listen to me discuss the three best questions of the week from clients and social media. So appreciate all you guys, all your support. I've got some great feedback. I'm doing my best. A lot of stuff. I'm spending so much time on uh, dealing with um, Washington and lobbyists and Congress and Senate. It's been fun. Um, Although, to be honest, I, I wish I didn't have to do any of this stuff. Uh, I wish this tax bill was drafted, um, at least in my estimation, somewhat more um, equitable, reasonable, where uh, retirement accounts were not under attack. But hey, it is what it is. This is the way the system works. So um, my job is to educate all of you and talk about how we can protect ourselves, protect our wealth, protect our savings and uh, devise strategies that are legal, but also um, that maximize our uh, retirement benefits. So again, thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate everyone. And I will talk to everyone again next week. Be well.